Hi, Danny here, and thank you very much for listening to another episode. I hope you are in for a treat the same way I was when I was recording this episode. It was really interesting to listen and talk to Adam, who is a relatively newer investor, although already purchased multiple properties, but he's been doing it only for about two years. For someone such as myself, that has been doing it for about 17 years, it's always great to connect with someone who's just started to get his fresh look of things. Adam is a Simply Do It client, and he shares primarily about his journey, but I can tell you that it was fun for me to listen about the feedback and comments he had to say about myself and about Simply Do It. Enjoy the episode. Okay, uh, hi everyone. Thank you for uh, joining me today. We're going to do something a little bit uh, different today. Uh, today I'm uh, interviewing or hosting Adam, one of my investors. Um, and I wanted to, to chat with him so he can share with you his experience about real estate investing, you know, in, in, in the broader sense of things, maybe in the narrow sense of things. And kind of see, see it as a, as a bit of, a, of a, like a case study, a real case study from a person who's been doing it. He'll tell us a little bit more how long, what has been done. Um, I will say uh, Adam is a very private person. He requested that I don't use, use his, full, his real name. So I'm not going to use that. Um, and uh, any information he's willing to share, that's completely uh, up to him, of course. Uh, so with that said, Adam, how are you? Hey, hey, Danny, how are you? Hey, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, you and I, I think uh, over the years of working together, I would say we became more than just a service provider and a client, at least the way I feel about it. And I have a feeling you, you share that because we talk quite frequently. I would say more frequently than I talk to uh, many of my clients. And we, many times we talk specifics and real estate. Sometimes we talk frustration, life frustration, job frustration real estate frustration um and uh, you know I'm, I'm actually i should say uh i feel privileged that you include me in different parts of your life that are not just real estate and you give me that room and i i see it as part of our friendship but also as a privilege because typically people don't want to share other parts of their life with someone uh you know with someone else uh, i'm talking about mostly business sides of life uh, but, you know, in, in the broader sense of things. So with that said, um, why don't you give us a little bit, uh, kind of tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, um, what do you do for a living today? You know, when did you start it with real estate? Um, you know, where do you live? You know, sure. so we get a little bit better understanding of who you are before we dive into the nitty gritty of real estate. Sure. So, uh, I relocated to uh, California, uh, Silicon Valley, about five years ago with my family. Um, I relocated for a job here in the uh, Silicon Va uh, Valley high-tech company um, and was doing this and was uh, happy with my life. Um, I, was, I was coming from Israel when, where uh, I always felt that uh, real estate investment in Israel is a little bit more... Uh, uh, challenging the numbers there uh, they don't work 
And uh, that's why I wasn't investing in real estate at all in Israel. And uh, I was focusing on, um, you know, on a por portfolio of uh, stocks, a well-diversified portfolio. And uh, I was happy until one day, I think I saw um, a YouTube video of yours, or maybe it was a Facebook ad. I don't remember. Uh, you told your story and I... Um, uh, you know, I decided to, to give you a call and, and hear more about uh, what you're doing. And um, it wasn't the first, you, you weren't the first person uh, I was talking to. I was talking to other people here in Silicon Valley that uh, a mentor, kind of mentor um, investors. And, uh, but, you know, I didn't have the, I would say the chemistry with them or I didn't connect to their personality. I don't know why, but I think that, uh, I mean, relating to your preface, uh, from the first moment we talked, I felt that, uh, you know, I felt the honesty and I felt that uh, I can uh, relate to your system and I decided to give it a shot. So uh, I think this was uh, almost mm -hmm. two years ago. Uh, and since then, I mean, if we're going to the end, uh, I've purchased uh, multiple properties with you and uh, kind of also was able to enjoy, enjoy the journey. Uh, you know, there was, I mean, there were always, uh, there was drama, some drama, there is always drama, but, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I learned to um, have a perspective on things and uh, look at the long run and uh, looking for the, um, for personally my goal. So, uh, yeah, that's in a nutshell. Very good. Thank you. Uh, thank you for also the, the, the kind words. Um, may I ask? Why did you decide to invest? I understand why you didn't invest in Israel very well, uh, all too well, I can say. But uh, why did you, um, what brought you to even come up, wake up one day or maybe over a period of time and say, okay, I want to I wanna invest in real estate to begin with? What was the trigger that moved you from a comfortable, let's say comfort zone, to taking action or doing something about it? Yeah, so uh, at that time I was uh, an employee still. Um, and uh, I truly believed and still believe that everybody, everyone must have uh, multiple channels of income. So, uh, especially if you're, uh, you know, at the age of 40 uh, in high tech, um, it's, uh, it's a risky business, I think. And relying solely on, on, on a salary from an employer, I didn't feel. Uh, I didn't feel good in this comfort, comfort zone, actually. Uh, so I had my, um, my stock portfolio, but that's it. And, and my salary, my wife's salary. But, and, and I felt that it's not enough. Uh, with the three kids, cost of living here, and also, also thinking about the future, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, um, I didn't see myself working until age of 67. So, um, you know, I always and still am trying to look for more uh, streams of uh, income. Uh, so, you know, real estate is one of the oldest and uh, um, I, I thought I'd give it a chance. Okay, sounds good. So it's mostly the realization of not to be dependent on one or two salaries and understanding that you need another source or stream of income in your life in order to accelerate long-term wealth, if that's uh, fair to assume. 
Exactly. I think every household is it's like a it's like a business, and uh, a business needs multiple uh, um, you know income income streams. So you cannot rely on a single product that you sell or a service that you provide. Uh, you need more than that. So if something happens to one, uh, you know you have your insurance policy, you have your backup plan plan B. So uh, yeah, that, that's that's my that was my main motivator. Okay. So uh, it has been about two years or so since your first. Investment property purchase? No, I think we started talking about two years ago, if I remember correctly, and it took me about it took me a couple of months to purchase. So I think uh, uh, I don't know three or four months to to purchase. Although, although I think I was aggressive with my uh, you know the offers I gave, uh, but uh, still looking back, I think uh, the first one was the, the most difficult. You know, getting the first one, and then once I got the first one, uh, I purchased them kind of in bulk even. Okay, so, so let's, let's go back. That's a good point. Let's go back, if you can recall, to the early start. Yeah. Here we are, you and I. At that time, we barely know each other. We're just starting to build a relationship. Um, so the, I would say the, maybe the comfort zone or the trust is being built while we were starting to work on your first uh, property. Um, mm -hmm. Do you remember kind of what happened at the beginning in terms of what, you know, how did you decide where to invest and what did you do in order to start, you know, um, looking at properties and um, what, was the, what, what was primarily the source or the roots of the fear of buying your first property? I mean, I guess um, it was um, uh, the fact that we are buying sight unseen uh, although, uh, if we jump a little bit to the future, I did uh, take your advice and I took a flight to one of the states where uh, I considered to purchase a house. Uh, so, start from the beginning. Uh, at the beginning, you know, uh, I, I don't think I was focused. Uh, I was trying, uh, you know, to shoot to all directions. So, I was, uh, I gave offers to houses uh, in uh, Nashville, in uh, Texas, uh, in uh, Indiana. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's funny because uh, we're dealing with realtors and everybody has his, its own style. And, uh, you know, some are just better, I think, <laughs> uh, objectively. Um, so... Uh, I think I was under contract. Uh, I was under contract on uh, two houses. So first house, I was under contract, but then inspection found an issue with the roof, and the lady didn't agree to um, uh, to fix it or to reduce the price. And it was, uh, you know, it was uh, a little bit of disappointment. But on the other hand, I was happy that we found it in the inspection. So this deal was terminated. But again, no houses. You know, you're a little bit frustrated because you're trying to get uh, to buy houses you're sending a lot of offers and uh, it was Nashville and Nashville at that time and I think now even more it was a very competitive uh, market and uh, you have to act fast um, so um, it was challenging then there was another house in uh, Texas I think it was uh, Dallas Fort Worth and again we were under contract but there was again something with the inspection and again because if it's a competitive market and they did, you know, the seller didn't feel that he need he need to to uh, negotiate. And again, I didn't want to. It was the first deal. Maybe today I would have uh, 
done things differently, but you know, I didn't want to take risk and I wanted to play it safe. So we terminated the deal, you know, got the earnest money back. So we had few iterations and, until I was able to find the first house uh, and it was uh, in, in uh, uh, Nashville Metro, uh, Nashville, Tennessee Metro. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and I feel that, you know, after you buy the first house, uh, and you see, you know, you see the rent coming in. The first rent is like, you know, you never forget your first. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's like a magic. It's uh, yeah. you get the first rent, and then another month you get another rent, another, and it's kind of on autopilot. I mean, uh, um, so and then I bought another one, and another one, and another one. Um, I mean, renting in uh, finding tenants in uh, Nashville was relatively easy. I don't know if it's the market or if it's, if it's the property management company that is doing a great job there. Um, but, uh, you know, all the houses got rented uh, fairly quickly. I did have dramas, if, if, if it's something you want to speak about. Yeah, now, yeah, later. absolutely. Tell, tell me a little bit about the dramas. I think it's important to hear that too. And, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I never like this to be sound like, ah, no problem. We yeah. bought the house, got rented, I'm collecting money. You know, the check are being, you know, the, the rent is being deposited every, on time, every month, no problem, no hiccups. No, 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 no. We know that's not, uh, not the case. So, so let, tell us, tell me, tell us a little bit about the, the yeah. dramas. Uh, that'll be great. So mini drama is actually from, uh, I have two mini dramas, let's say, from the past uh, year, for the past few months. So uh, one of the houses in Tennessee, um, I have a I have a tenant that's a family that is always late paying rent, so they late like uh, they should pay rent by the tenth of each month, and they uh, if they don't pay by the by the tenth they get a warning, and if they don't pay then by the twentieth then uh, they get evicted, um, or we should start the eviction process, um, and they always I mean since the beginning of the year it it was this month was the fourth time or fifth time that they were late um but eventually i mean they pay by the 20th or 19th they pay so i mean i get it that they might be in some uh, financial trouble but uh, and you know uh, it's it's very hard for them to pay uh but that's something i mean that's something that happens but um i mean uh, that's kind of ongoing drama, and uh, now I'm thinking whether or not I want to rent rent it to them again when the contract ends or find new tenants. Um, I, I look at it as you know I have uh, multiple properties, so it's like a portfolio. So if one of them is not functioning well, uh, it affects the portfolio, but not I mean uh, only, only um, you know part of the portfolio. Or, uh, it, it's a weighted uh, kind of effect. It's not uh, all or nothing. And eventually, of course, I got the money. I get it, you know, ten days later, uh, which is not a big, a big issue. It just, it just, you know, adds a little bit of stress to your life because you need to follow up and uh, check and uh, that kind of thing. So that is like a mini drama. I think uh, uh, a bigger drama I had uh, at the beginning is where I purchased a house in um, uh, Nashville uh, area. And then it was winter, and um, the thermostat battery there was uh, uh, out of juice. And uh, what happened is that uh, all the pipes, because of the ice, because of the cold weather, they got exploded. 
there was an explosion, and then water uh, were running all over the house and practically, basically destroyed the house. I mean, uh, uh, I got a phone call from the property manager. She told me, uh, are you sitting down? Please sit down. <laughs> okay, what happened? Uh, so she told me, and you know, it's, 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 uh, it's not an easy moment. But uh, fast forward, I mean, I can tell you that I'm really actually happy that it happened because, I mean, uh, the damage to me was that uh, it took time to fix the house. Um, I didn't pay anything because the, the house was actually uh, insured, obviously insured, but, uh, you know, it took two months and I, I've lost two or three months of rent because of that. Uh, bad luck for me or good luck. I don't know that there were no tenants in the house. So... Uh, from one hand, it was good that there were no tenants. I mean, uh, on the other hand, I mean, because of the fact that there were no tenants, I wasn't uh, uh, eligible for, uh, you know, uh, insurance covering the lost rent. So I, I've lost rent uh, for two or three months, but, uh, and the damage for the house was, I don't remember, around 40K, uh, but they paid everything except for my $1,000 of uh, uh, deductible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I got a new house. I mean, I got a new kitchen, new drywall, new floor, uh, really nice. They did a really nice job. And um, I mean, my experience with that insurance company was overwhelming. I mean, uh, I'm used to from where I came from. I used to, when you deal with insurance company, it's like, I don't know, dealing with a lot of bureaucracy, uh, not always the most honest people. But here, I mean, it just, I didn't have to even speak with them it was the con constructor and uh, you know the property management company talking with the insurance i got the checks i, I forwarded the checks to the contractor and um, you know i got a new house practically and, and then it got rented for a nice rent and um, so it was stressful i won't tell you it wasn't but um, you know looking looking backwards um, it it wasn't a bad thing uh, because I really got my house renovated. And um, there was another house, by the way, that we purchased and uh, the, 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 there was a hail damage in the roof. And again, we, we were, the property, man, I mean, the, the realtor uh, was able to kind of talk to the seller to, to talk with his insurance company and they got the roof uh, replaced with no investment from my end. So again, uh, let, let, let's, you know what? I remember the story very well because you, the way you, you just started describing, and I actually want us to have a little bit of conversation about this because the way you started describing it, it sounds like you got your house you owned got hell damage and you, uh, um, um, you uh, uh, got a new roof, but that's not wasn't the case. It was a house you didn't own, right? Right. Yeah. So we did. Tell us a little bit more details. What what happened, you know, here and how we were able to correct yeah. the situation. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I gave an offer on a house, uh, got it under a contract, and uh, you know, according to the process, uh, we got the inspection in, and the house was, you know, very nice house, uh, but. There was few minor, um, I don't know if minor, I don't remember if it, if it was minor or major, but there was hail damage in the, in the roof. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I could have asked for, uh, I, I could have started negotiating with the seller and try to reduce the price. Uh, but instead the realtor uh, suggested that he will talk with uh, 
with the seller and uh, with the insurance company. So let, let, me, let me jump in for a second, because I remember this uh, case uh, very clearly. And uh, uh, what I remember is us talking about it, and I remember the seller was already stressed financially hmm. to even shell any money to help, the, you know, to help fix the roof. And uh, if I recall correctly, I told the realtor, go to the seller, we will even pay for the deductible if needed to right. get it fixed. And, you know, he, the, the realtor went out there and kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of tied all the loose ends. And that's what really happened. So if, now I don't remember, but if that's what happened is that we got the roof replaced by the, while it was still under the, the seller's policy. And then you continue with the, with the transaction and, and took over, correct? Uh, no, I think, I mean, almost correct. I think we, uh, the insurance company agreed to the replacement and then uh, I think it was like the first week after closing, they came in and replaced the, the house. But I mean, it okay. wasn't the contract that they are replacing the... Gotcha, got it. Okay. Yeah. So it, it was just a matter of timing when it happened. You were yeah. the owner, but... but everything was agreed uh, before. What, 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 what I like about this story is because there's... Um, there was the realtor, there was yourself, myself, all involved. And we tried together to find a way to help the seller, you know, find a solution for the seller. So in order for us to continue with the conversation, with the, with the transaction, because otherwise you would probably go in and just say, hey, drop the price dramatically or, you know, uh, uh, I won't purchase the house. And we were able to suggest a way for the seller to mitigate the problem uh, together with us in order to move forward with the transaction. So that's a very good uh, example of teamwork, you know, to resolve a, to resolve a challenge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I have more examples. <laughs> this. I mean, for good things, bad things. Uh, I mean, um, I think, as you said, the key here is uh, working together. And uh, I mean, everything, everything is, uh, there is a solution for everything. I mean, worst right. case, you can uh, walk away from it from a deal if it's not a good deal but uh okay yeah um let, let me ask you this i want to i want to ask something that's actually it's related to myself but i never asked you or never asked other people and i'm just a little bit interested to hear while i have you on the phone and i know you you're the, the type of person who would share in the multiple transactions you've done how much of a need or dependency or uh, involvement you needed or had, you know, with me to make sure things are progressing correctly or properly throughout? Doesn't have to be just a transaction, but it can be from transaction. But what I'm trying to to get to is is maybe is this, you know, sometimes new potential investors are asking, you know. We're paying you a fee. What are we getting in return? Why do we need to pay? Or, or, or what's the fee? What's the fee for, so to speak? Yeah. And it's hard to perceive yeah. all that. And I wanted to, to, to hear from you. Maybe it will help. A, will help me explain it better. But, but maybe also it will explain it to others as well. Yeah, I think it's very simple. I mean, um, I could tell how you helped me in several situations where I needed your guidance or for you to, you know, put your foot down and, and kind of maybe push uh, some property management companies. I mean, I can talk about it, but I think the biggest value, at least for me, or and I think it 
you know, everybody can relate is that uh, it's the honest truth that when you pay somebody, you're committed. And uh, I had a friend, I have a friend who, who tried to do it uh, DYI style. Uh, why do I need to pay Danny? I mean, I can call the same realtor. I can get the same deals. I mean, but, you know, uh, to this day, he never purchased a house. So, mm -hmm. so, I mean, even the fact that I, you know, I paid you, uh, kind of created the, the, the commitment and the mindset I needed to kind of take this seriously. You know, it's, it's a business. Um, so that's, that's point number one. And, um, and as I see it, I mean, even now when I have like, you know, I have more experience, you know, I can, I can, I know the markets better. I, I probably can buy, you can go and find the realtor. You know, I have your spreadsheet. I know the system. I can do it by myself. But still, it's kind of, I feel it's kind of, uh, it's kind of an insurance policy I have uh, because of your connection and connections and guidance and uh, the buying power that you have because you have uh, many investors that you bring them. You bring them a lot of business. And that's why the simple food, I mean, they hear you. They, uh, if you tell something, I remember a few times we had a call with the owner of the property management company to talk about something I didn't like. I'm not sure if I would have got this opportunity if I would do it by myself. Gotcha. maybe it was uh, much harder uh, so uh, and I think you know uh, uh, I don't want to give you bad ideas of increases increasing the price but I don't think it's a significant price to pay fair enough fair enough I, I agree with you but you know what I think it's a uh, it's a fair uh, it's a fair comment I appreciate it thank you I, I uh, you know for for those words uh, it's uh, it's fun to hear. Uh, I, I, I will admit, it's fun to hear on my end, you know, what you just said. Um, now, let's move forward a little bit. You're now two, two plus years or so into this journey, correct? Yeah. Um, and and I, if I understand correctly, you are fully retired and you're sitting on the beach and you are just uh, collecting rent checks, or is it a little bit more? You forgot the umbrella on the my umbrella. dream. Gotcha, yeah. the dream. <laughs> yeah, so... I wish. Uh, no, so I, I left uh, high tech to start my own business, uh, not real estate related. Um, so you know, I was. Uh, it's something. It's something that started as a gig, side gig, but uh, then grew, and uh, I was, you know, become become successful it, and and this is what I'm doing right now. But uh, it's a risky business and I still see the anchor, I mean, the core of my financial uh, success uh, as uh, real estate. So every, every money that I'm able to save, uh, I'm uh, allocating towards uh, my real estate business. Uh, may, I mean, right now I'm still buying new houses, but uh, very soon I plan to stop buying new houses and start paying those mortgages in order to start creating a better cash flow for me and uh, you know be be able to live off of uh, real estate uh, completely so uh, it will take time it's uh, I'd like your uh, analogy about uh, it's like a, a tree with fruits so right now I'm uh, you know watering I plant the tree I'm watering it taking care of it hopefully I'll be able to to get some apples you know in the near future got it so what you're saying is regarding your current standing, if I understand correctly, the fact that there's real estate or, or some foundation of real estate, obviously it's not the one thing that holds you uh, or pays for your lifestyle, 
but it's part of a, of a bigger scheme of things when you say, okay, the real estate is, is part of whatever business side of my house, my household. You know, like you said at the beginning of the conversation, you see the household as a, some sort of a, of a business and this is part of the foundation and you just shifted your own. It, maybe did the, it was the real estate. Did the fact that you had had at the time and have still real estate help you make the decision to quit your employee position, W2 position, and switch into your own business owner? Uh, was that uh, the, the fact that the real estate was there? Was that part of that decision to make this, the, 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 the change? Uh, honestly, not. Uh, I mean, real estate, the real estate right now with uh, mortgages produces uh, relatively uh, small cash flow, at least compared to what you need here in Silicon Valley. So a couple of thousands, let's say, a month. You cannot live off of this amount with a right. you know, family of five, three kids, uh, right. little kids. So, uh, but, uh, you know, when all mortgages are, uh, are paid, it's definitely something that, uh, you know, will help me provide. And uh, so to your point, no, I don't think it's uh, the real estate helped me to jump off the uh, W-2 train, but... Um, uh, I think it's it's definitely part of the bright future I'm planning. Uh, it it is going to be uh, the main source of funds for my uh, hopefully early retirement. Got it. Um, so okay, that's fine. Uh, um, uh, I understand. That's good. Uh, the 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 last thing I want to kind of maybe talk or discuss or gonna gonna get your take. Um, in this journey of multiple, you know, few years, multiple properties, um, what would you say are the one or few things that are the most surprisingly expectation gaps? Something that you thought would be one thing and it, it turned out to be completely different. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be one thing, it could be a few of them. Uh, sure. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if it's like completely different than what I expected, but th there were some, um, let's say, um, uh, some differences. So, I mean, one is good, one is bad, let's say. So the good thing is, uh, I, you know, I didn't realize it's going to be frankly, uh, so easy, uh, the ongoing stuff. I mean, the fact that somebody else takes care of your house. Uh, and again, there are dramas, not everything is smooth, but relatively, I mean, uh, even now with uh, multiple properties, I get an email from them, maybe one email, two emails a month about an issue. It's, um, I think it's the culture here in the US of, uh, you know, you have this mentality of renting, and property management, it's not like this in uh, other states, other countries in the world. And the fact that you actually can do it, you can actually go and buy sight unseen and actually manage your uh, property without, you know, lifting a hammer or any other tool. Uh, the fact that it's doable was a really a big surprise for me because you hear uh, uh, horror stories about, you know, bad tenants that destroy your house, bad neighbors. But I think we're not buying uh, on those uh, neighborhoods or uh, places, and we're relatively, um, 
you know, very, um, I forgot the word, but uh, conservative. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, uh, still, I was surprised that it's uh, quote unquote easy, let's say. Um, so that's, that's the good thing. The, the, the bad thing, or not bad, but I mean, it's something that it took me time to learn. Uh, is uh, how do I use, so you have your spreadsheet. It's a great tool that helps uh, investors to kind of analyze a deal, you know, if it's good, if it's bad. And uh, it's, uh, but it's just a tool. I mean, uh, garbage in, garbage out, you know, what you put inside. I mean, it really depends. uh, uh, You need to know how to use the tool. And um, I get this, I mean, and I'm not saying it's not accurate, but uh, everybody has interest. So uh, realtors, for example, they want to sell the house and it, it's okay that this is how they make money. And most of the time, uh, their uh, estimates are good. They're very, very, so I'm talking about the estimates of how much rent can I get. It's based on comps. It's, it's based on uh, other rents that other people got in the same area for similar houses. Uh, but I mean, I learned that I need to, uh, just for as a safety buffer for me to reduce 100 bucks from this. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm reducing 100 bucks from what they say uh, it's going to rent for. You mean, you mean the, 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 the rent quote you are given by the... Yeah. So for example, they tell you this house could be rented anywhere between 14 to $1,300 a month. So they say the lower end is $1,300. I'm, I'm, I'm punching in $1,200 just to be safe. Gotcha. And then if the deals make sense, I'll go for it. If it doesn't make sense after this reduction, I'll pass. It's just based on my experience. Sometimes, you know, they're eager to, and, 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 and you know, once you know the, everybody's interest in the deal, um, it's not, they're not bad people. They're not trying to, and, and I think if you show it to them, they will show you the deals that uh, got rented for the higher end, right? There are deals like this, but uh, I mean, just, Maybe I'm more uh, cautious. Conservative, cautious, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just a tip that, you know, I, I adopted this and uh, I think uh, it proves this itself. Okay. I, I, have, I have two, 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 two questions that I want to, I wonder if you, you, you tackle that uh, following of, of the, the point that you just mentioned, which is a good one. Uh, do you, did you ever go property by property mm-hmm. back to the analysis Excel? I don't know if you ever keep the, the copy of the original Excel. Of course, uh, yeah. After, okay. And kind of not the month after, but maybe six months, maybe more than six months later, and kind of say, okay, here was, here's the Excel, the, the plan, and here's the reality. Have you done it at all, or you always do it? Of course, I'm always doing, doing it, and I would tell uh, even more. All my properties, after one year, I was able to increase rent. I mean, it wasn't me actually, the property management company just increased the rent without, you know, uh, just, right. just, just told me, yes, we're increasing the rent. Are you okay with this? Yes, sure. Uh, let's see if you can, if you can make it happen. And, and they, they do. So, you know, $50, $100 a month, uh, all the properties got rented. Maybe it's the areas, you know, highly competitive mm-hmm. areas. Uh, but so far, touch wood, uh, that, so- yeah. So even a year after you purchased, let's say after the first rent bump, and you went and checked your, the original analysis, you still found that the local team was too optimistic? 
And, and I'm not talking, I know there's maybe an, one abnormal situation. So maybe we should leave that aside yeah. just because uh, it probably doesn't follow any of the other, other ones. But mm -hmm. if, if we put the ab abnormal aside on the others, on the mm -hmm. few others, yeah. would, you, would you say the Excel is still too optimistic or, or you're, you're saying regardless of what the Excel is, I'm always going to be more cautious just because this is my, this is my nature. In my, yeah. in my nature. Uh, the latter, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm cautious, generally speaking. Uh, and as I said, yes, after one, I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, but again, I don't have a lot of experience with real estate only a couple of years. I, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know what will happen. The next crisis that will come and it will come. I, mm -hmm. I don't know what will happen. But again, I'm, I'm not here for the short term. I'm, I'm here for the long term. So I'm not going to sell or something. I right. hope I, I won't have to. Uh, so, you know, after three, four, five years, I'm sure the numbers will uh, uh, make a lot of sense. Because, again, based on my experience, after one year, I was able to increase rent. Uh, but my guideline is that when I'm buying, I want positive cash flow. Uh, so uh, I want positive cash flow from uh, year one. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm taking those, you know, buffers and measures uh, to make sure that it happens. My, my other question is actually related to you being, uh, you owning multiple properties by now. Have mm -hmm. you, I, I, how do you track your portfolio? Are you tracking your portfolio or are you tracking uh, the specific, the individual property? And if you are tracking the portfolio, you know, it, without going into all the, the, the fine details, what kind of tools are you using? Is Excel or using some sort of more of a, you know, a, an accounting system? Uh, so, I admit I'm not doing a very good job about it. I mean, of course, yeah, I have my, uh, but at the end of year, we have the accounting uh, because I have to do, you know, taxes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this is a major, you know, point where I look back and check. Uh, I always, I also try to use a, a website called, uh, called Stessa, if you know them. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I think it's a startup, so they had a few glitches, but I mean, it's a good idea. It's nice. Um, but I mean, there is a challenge in this field because I mean, um, there's not very good integration between those systems to uh, Upfolio, for example. Maybe they fix it, uh, but at the time when I checked it, uh, uh, it wasn't so good. So, you know, and I'm a lazy guy. I, don't, I didn't want to get in and kind of type all the expenses and uh, stuff like that. So uh, to be super honest with you, I'm just, uh, no, I'm checking. I have two things that I'm doing. Um, I review every month uh, the uh, reports from the property management just to, to see that there are no uh, things that I don't understand in the reports. So for example, there is an, a, a big expense that I didn't approve or something like that. Uh, and uh, actually, I was able to find something in uh, last month, and they fixed it. And so I think it's very important to to check those reports every month. Uh, and uh, I also uh, put my calendar whenever I purchase a house. I put my calendar when, as soon as I purchase it. Uh, I put my in my calendar like um, the annual or biannual uh, inspections, and just kind of remind the uh, property manager. Uh, to make sure they do those inspections and send me photos uh, just to keep the houses in you know in good condition other than that uh i don't uh it's a very low maintenance business for me got it okay that's good that's good good excellent 
Um, well, I, I don't have any additional questions. I think that's also, this is plenty of information for, for one session. Uh, um, is there anything you, I think you, you actually, uh, I, I love the last note of this is not, uh, this is like a side business for you, not a full-time gig, which is a good, uh, a good uh, way to, to end the, uh, you know, the, the interview. Is there anything else you would like to add or maybe give some piece of advice or pieces of advices for someone who's kind of debating, you know, uh, it could be debating to start altogether or maybe debating should they work with simply do it with myself uh, that can help them, you know, sure. take, the, take the leap of faith that, uh, that you need to do in real estate altogether, in life, in business, but maybe also when considering uh, working with, uh, with uh, Simply Do It? Yeah, I think uh, we live in times that, uh, unlike maybe unlike our parents, uh, we don't have the luxury of uh, believing that somebody else will take care of us. You know, our parents worked 40 years for the same uh, employer. Um, these, these times are gone. <laughs> and uh, I think everybody should find a way and you know it doesn't have to be real estate but i think uh, real estate is is a very good uh kind of solution let's say to this problem but everybody needs to find a way for uh to be able to be you know financial free one day and uh, kind of start building uh, their uh you know egg nest so for me it was uh uh it is real estate and uh and what maybe one more thing to say is that uh something i learned uh from my other business but also it's very related to uh to real estate you can do things by yourself uh but it will take you time more time and, and will cost you money uh, because of the learning curve and the mistakes that you'll do along the way and i i'm a highly fan of um you know training or mentorship or, uh, and you can think about it as like, a, it's, a, it's like a, the way I like to think about it, it's like a ladder that uh, everybody climbs. So you already climbed the ladder. You, you, you got to certain you know, point in the ladder. You're, you're, you're much higher than I, I was. And it's kind of, it's kind of you know, you, you, you gave me your hand and you know, pulled me up in the ladder. And uh, I do this myself. I mean, I help my friends. You, you know how many friends I, 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 I recommended uh, my friends, I told them, go speak with Danny. So it's kind of, I, I'm handing my hand to them. I think everybody needs to, uh, to uh, wow. help each other to, you know, climb the ladder. I mean, so uh, to your point, I think it's, you know, doing this by yourself, climbing the ladder, the ladder with, it just takes more time, more money because of the mistakes. I really believe in mentorship. So, and again, it's, it's a small price to, to pay and, um, uh, the fact is that you know, even after multiple houses, I, I I'm deciding every time to you know to continue work, working with you. Although I could probably do it by myself. Wow, wow, that's amazing! I love the analogy of the ladder and me reaching out to you, and now you reaching out to others. That's a great uh, a great way to put it. A really good way. Excellent. Uh, well, Adam, I want to thank you very much for uh, everything, for the time, for the content, for for the, the kind words uh, and for sharing, and mostly for sharing, you know, uh, you know your honesty, your tenderness. So uh, I really appreciate it. Um, and I'm sure you and I uh, will uh, talk some more in the near future.
Thank you very much. Thank you, Danny. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye.